Welcome back to another episode of the Instincts Podcast. This episode was sponsored by Monetize Your Message. Question, have you been through some stuff? Of course you have. We all have. Are you ready to turn your tribulations into celebrations? That's the difference. Remember, your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Visit howtomonetizeyourmessage.com. That's howtomonetizeyourmessage.com for a free framework. That's right, a seven-figure framework so I can show you how to formulate, market, and monetize your message and share it with the world. Enjoy the episode. Understand this real quick. The way you think transitions to your speech, and the way you speak transitions into your act. So now that we got your thoughts under control, I got to get your words under control before I go. Everybody ready? Are you sure? I want you to write this down. I-D-E. I-D-E means depth. Anytime I-D-E is on the end of anything, it means death. Sua, what? Side. Hama, side. Anything, anytime you put I-D-E on something, it usually means death. Pesta, side. You need to decide to kill your old thoughts. D-E-C-I-D-E. You need to kill the old you if the new you is ever going to manifest. You are destined for something great. God gave you the ability to make up your own mind and make your own thoughts, but you're not taking the action. Here's why. First of all, God doesn't speak to you with words. If he did, you wouldn't believe him. So you got to understand. He is here. He is there. He is the nothing in between and the everywhere around it. So he don't come to you with words. That's your language, not his. So words really don't work. God communicates with you through feelings, thoughts, emotions, and actions. So you got to get your mind clear so you can pick up his signal. If God spoke to you with words and said, go to the meeting. The opposite would happen. You'll be like, that ain't nothing but the devil. <laughs> His boy, God voice ain't that deep. You'll start, God, that sound like the devil to me. I ain't going to mean. Now you're blocking your blessing because you're looking for the signal to come your way. <laughs> you, know you, wouldn't, you know you wouldn't listen. You wouldn't do it. Ain't nothing but the devil. So you got to get your mind right so the signal, the signal can come more what? Clear. He'll give you an idea. He'll give you a person. He'll give you a tool. He'll give you a messenger. Your job is to have a clear thinking to put it together and say, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. That's why meditation and stuff like that is so important. So you can just sit down for a minute and just think. Hard to do. But once you get it down, it's very, very important. So these are some things you got to understand about your vocabulary. When your thoughts get clear, now you have to translate that into words that change the way you talk. And now you'll start changing the way you walk. Can't. Here's your substitute. I need help. There's nothing you can't do. They're just things you need help doing. Ain't nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't do. You just need help doing it. I can't change my transmission, but I can get some help what? Doing it. So I don't use the word can't. I taught my son that when he was four years old. I remember the sun was in his eyes one day. Sunvisor down. Uh, sunvisor was in his eyes. We were in the car, and the sun was beaming on him, and the sunvisor didn't work. 
and I was driving. So he wanted me to reach over and you know how you take the sunvisor and you push it over to the side because it's on the other side. He said, Daddy, get it. I said, get what? He was like, the sun. I said, Makai, I can't. He said, you need some help. <laughs> Promise you. <laughs> Four years old. Four years old. I said, I can't, because I couldn't, I couldn't, I was, I was like, I can't. He said, you need some help. <laughs> so then you can't do. You just what? Need some help. Take can out your vocabulary. Try to remove it, which brings me to this. Try. To try is to make an excuse for not doing before you make the attempt. To try is to make an excuse for not doing before you even make the what? Attempt. Now, this is difficult to do. If you, and your, if you go to your house right now and make everybody put a dollar in the try jar and a dollar in the can't jar, that's your investment fund. Watch how, fast, watch how fast that fills up. You have enough of your emergency fund. Put a dollar in the jar or whatever, 10 cent, quarter, make it fun for the words can't and try in your house. And watch how fast that fills up. This is difficult to do to eliminate this word. You ever had somebody say, I'm going to try to make the meeting. What that mean? They ain't coming. I told you, they ain't coming. You don't try to make the meeting. I mean, you, 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 you're over 18, son. You're going to make the meeting or you're not. So when they try and they don't show, what they're saying is, I told you I might, I might not. So I'm going to make an excuse for something I'm not going to do before I even make the attempt. That's what trying is. Don't try to do nothing. See, I'm not trying to get wealthy. I'm getting wealthy. All you guys are getting wealthy. You're not trying to get wealthy. You're getting wealthy. It just may not show up like you used to it. But God got a different plan for you if you follow the schedule. Fear. Fear stands for fail early and responsibly. <laughs> You're going to make some mistakes. Don't worry about it. Look, I lost seven figures in my 20s. Not six, seven. Seven. I wasn't frivolous. I wasn't balling. The taxes just caught up with me. I was like, what in the world? Bad CPA. Went back and looked at my stuff. I'm like, man, no wonder I got audited. You put, I used the whole house. <laughs> I went back, I ain't lying. I went back and looked at my old stuff. I'm like, no wonder that came for me, man. You, you, you put, I used the whole house, bathroom, hallway, kitchen. You can't put that on the thing. <laughs> no wonder they called me. See, but I didn't blame him. I blame myself. That's my fault. All right, now we got to fix that. We got to fix that. We got to talk to the feds and get this out. See, I was young enough. I failed early and responsibly. Nothing wrong with failure. Failure is something that happens. Failure is not who you are. Some of you guys act like you're a failure. You may have done something that didn't work. Failure is just another step to get to your goal. Failure or success, write this down, is failure repeated. Success equals failure repeated. That's all it is. All success is is failure after failure after failure after failure after failure after failure after failure. Nobody wants to add up everything that didn't work. I told one of my friends, look, this works and you work. I don't work. See, you got to understand that. That's why we keep telling you to get tough. Some of your friends wouldn't understand if they stood under it. Now think about that for a minute. Fear? <laughs> they wouldn't understand if they stood under it. Fear stands for fail early and responsibly. Nothing wrong with failure. It's just a stepping stone to get where you're trying to go. 
I failed a whole bunch of times and a whole bunch of different things, but it had nothing to do with the journey I was on called success. That's part of it. See, life is this ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. What you want to do emotionally is just try to manage your ups and downs. You don't want big failures, large crashes. If you stay in the middle, it's called relaxed intensity. The minute you flatline, you die. So you need to appreciate boop, 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 boop. That's the up and down. That's the ebb and flow of life. When you do this and plateau, you dead. That's the way it works. So everything is up and down. Life is cyclical. Everything is cyclical. Makai had about 11 years of zero mistakes, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm talking about 11 years of no mistakes. He made one. I gave him a pass. <laughs> worry. Eliminate worry. Worry is fear magnified. Because at the end of the day, where is, where is worry going to get you? One of my friends got so stressed out, she woke up one day, and the sign of her face slid down. It's called Bell's palsy. That's a, it's, it's a stroke, basically, to the face, and it's stress-induced. I'm like, girl, let me tell you something. I, let me tell you something. All this house and car, all this stuff you keep trying to maintain, because you worry about what the neighbors and all, it's going to kill you. I said, file bankruptcy and be done with this. Go around where I'm from. See, that's from where you're from. Got you where you're at. <laughs> Your face is half down, it's slid, and you had a stroke. See, you ain't gonna worry me. Let me read this to you real quick. Don't worry about writing it down. Let me read this to you real quick. Worry is just about the worst form of mental activity there is, next to hate, which is also deeply self destructive. It is pointless and wasted mental energy. It also creates a biochemical reaction that harms your body. It produces everything from indigestion to carnary arrest. Health improves most when worry ends. Worry, anxiety, bitterness, avarice all attack your body at the cellular level. It is impossible to live healthy under these conditions because all illness is traced back to your thoughts. So one thing about Brian Bean, I don't do a whole bunch of worrying. You ain't going to stress me, especially at the hands of another person. So let me get this straight. What you think about me supposed to kill me? That's your problem, not mine. I like the word impossible. Because what it means is I'm possible. See, you guys got to learn to flip this stuff around. In other words, everybody in this room right now, you're all getting different trainings, even though I'm saying the same thing. I hate to interrupt, but we got to pay some bills. We have to take care of our sponsors. Monetize your message. Are you ready to take your words to another level? Are you ready to improve your style of communication? Are you ready for an audience online and offline to hear and share your message with others? Visit howtomonetizeyourmessage.com for a free keynote. That's howtomonetizeyourmessage.com because your story belongs to you, but your message belongs to the world. Now, let's get back to this incredible podcast episode. Because you're only picking up on what's in tune with who you are today. You might watch these, these are 
uh, videos and stuff like in a month when we make them available, you might watch these videos later and be like, he didn't say that. Yes, I did. You're watching it. <laughs> it's just that you weren't there yet. So whenever I speak, I tell people, I'm doing the same training, but it's 250 different trainings because it got to be in tune with where you are in your life. And the better you get, the more sense this stuff start to make. That's why you got to keep picking up what I'm putting down. Last one. Everybody got those? Impossible stands for what? I am possible. Write this word down real quick. N-O-W-H-E-R-E. N-O-W-H-E-R-E. What does it say? Now here. <laughs> Nowhere. We just talked about this. <laughs> I see now here. You see nowhere. But that's your problem, not mine. <laughs> Y'all get to our friends with that one. Y'all see, some people see what? Nowhere. Some people say what? Now here. Right? That's like you've always been taught these things. Is the glass half empty or half what? Whatever happened to my cup runneth over? Just a, just a little something I've been reading. <laughs> so people got you thinking your glass either half empty or half full. But I was taught your cup can what? Run it over. Who said it had to be either or? What about an overflow? <laughs> but you got to stop worrying about what people think. Because you just have to grow. And you have to, and I'm not just talking about this company, I'm talking about everything you do, everybody's not going to agree with it because it's what they were taught. So I, I meet people, what I've learned, me and Shana was talking about this the other day, I've learned to just meet people where they are. Instead of trying to make you like me and make you, I'm just going to meet you where you are. And if we get to know each other, we'll be fine. And if not, our, our conscious will catch up in the universe if it's deemed necessary. Here's some things you've been taught that we want to deprogram. One, you can't have everything you see. Anybody, parents ever said that to you by mistake? Look, you can't have everything you see. That's not true. But that's something that was planted in you at an early age. You can't have everything. You even, you even spake in a little hand. You can't have everything you see. And that little brain of theirs that's very fertile goes, do, 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 do. I can't. Now you got to spend the next 18 years trying to get them to understand, be all you can be and go to college. And then, no, you told them they couldn't have everything. <laughs> See, we planted some of that stuff early. Some of that stuff you learned a long time ago was not right. You think money grown trees? It does. This is the soil. <laughs> this is the soil. It does grow trees. You can print money right here. You can't mix business with pleasure. Who heard that before? Who having a good time this weekend? Look, what are we supposed to do? Mix it with misery? The opposite of this is mixing it with misery. Who said you can't mix business and pleasure? I know what they're talking about, but that ain't necessarily the way you interpret it. Everybody think it's supposed to be strict and rigid. So who said you can't mix the two? Somebody told you that. So let me get this straight. We're supposed to sit in here, open our binders, no music, and have a financial seminar. Please. I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. You got to make it fun. I stood up nine hours. <laughs> because my subconscious is ready for the message. 
Now, the young me, I don't know, man. I mean, how long, how, how long you gonna be? <laughs> Some of y'all sitting in this seminar right now. Look, check this out. You committed to two days of training. And some of y'all are worried about how long it's going to take. It's conditioning. You looking at your watch. What time, what, now, what time are we out here today? What's going on? You came to this. We ain't come to you. What you worried about? Look, where you got to be? You carved this out, I hope. Then why are you worried about the time factor? Why are you in the time factor? It's conditioning. It's conditioning. To have to know, see, time is a continuum. In other words, you were here way before you even got here. That's, that's the next training. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up too high. Who heard that before? What I'm supposed to do, have them low? <laughs> Don't get your hopes up too high. That way when you fall, you don't fall far. Who, who, who made that up? Watch your language. Watch your language. Don't get your hopes up too high, man. When you fall, you don't fall far. <laughs> That's your perspective, not mine. See, when I didn't have a dime, I was very, very resourceful. And I planted so many, at the time, cassette tapes and CDs and Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins and Every old school Dennis Wheatley, every old school personal growth and self-development person I listened to, I mastered that stuff and couldn't even afford it. Back then, these little cassette tapes, a, a, a group of four was like 99. I got $10 to my name. But there was a company back then called Nightingale Conant out of Chicago. And Nightingale Conant had a policy. You could listen to the stuff. And if you don't like it, you can send it back. <laughs> now, all I know is that's y'all policy, not mine. <laughs> I go there every week. Mr. Bean, you ain't like Les Brown? No, no, I wasn't feeling that one. <laughs> you got some Jim Rohn this week? I'm in there getting that spotted. That, that, I, ain't, I ain't like what he was talking about. I don't believe that. I don't, I don't agree with that one. <laughs> you got some Brian Tracy I can get this week. <laughs> I did, look, I did what I had to do. I did what I had to do. I'm telling you, man, I can tell y'all a story for days. I did what I had to do. I remember that very, a long time ago, a friend of mine let me fly for free. I was on a little pass, flying for free. Couldn't afford a hotel, but could afford the flights. So I would catch 6 a.m. flights, which means you had to get up at like 4.30, and I would sleep on the hotel bench. No money. No money. We would go out to eat. The meetings would be over about 12.00. By the time everybody interviewed me and talked to me and all that, basically, I would go to the hotel lobby, but I didn't have a room. So I would just crash in the lobby for like uh Two hours, basically, because TSA got to open the gates up for all the 5 a.m. flights, 6 a.m. flights. They'll be there in a minute. Every now and then, the hotel would put me out, so I would just get some rest at the airport. Didn't have no money for the hotel, but I was flying for free. I wasn't worried about where I was staying. I knew if I got my message out, one day, people would start listening. 20 years later, here I am. See? I wasn't worried about that. I wasn't worried about that because I pulled my future into the present. I always had my hopes really high. Wrap up.
Stick to what you know. Lord, if that ain't the dagger in you, man, just stick to what you know. That's your uncle, you know, because he was taught that by his great grandfather. And see, education, see, we've come a long way, so you got to change some of this stuff. Let me keep going here. Everybody know this one. I ain't even give it to you. Only two things are certain. What are they? Death and taxes. (laughs) Clap if you disagree to that today. If you disagree with that one. Only two things are certain. Yeah, death and taxes. The question is how much? See, that's your call to action. And I promise you guys, if you do those things and change the way you speak, the universe will start speaking to you in his language and you create a mastermind principle and success far beyond your years on this planet. Everybody do me a favor. Stand to your feet. To be successful. First, I'm going to say a word. You're going to clap once. And in each sentence I say, you're going to add an additional clap. Just follow my lead. To be successful, first, you got to change the way you walk. Now you got to change the way you talk. You got to change the way you think. You got to change the way you act. That's how you change your life. I always get a standing ovation. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Hey, I love y'all. I see y'all after lunch. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I got to go. I see y'all after lunch. Good job, man. My man. Good job. Good job, Good job. Man. All right. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you, guys.